0: welcome to the lightweight pre-gamers podcast obviously i am not cj i'm stepping in he had something he had to take care of but i am joined by two superstars on the team we have avram and tony gentlemen how are you doing today let's start with you tony
1: i'm good you know we haven't recorded in a while so i was I was itching itching to record this week, and I'm excited for today's topic. So, you know, let's jump into it here.
0: I'm excited as well, and I will say this is a little out of my realm, but if you're not uh, being uncomfortable, you're not growing, right? Exactly. Well, Avram, how are you doing today?
2: Man, I can't complain. I'm doing doing good. I've got all this, like, pent-up emotion from the Sam Darnold Carolina trade that I'm just waiting to throw up. All over this uh, recording, uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, I don't get uh, too crazy here while we do this and uh, derail our conversation.
0: You were super excited about the trade, right? Mm-hmm. Super, nope. yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, super excited, yeah. right? That's that's yeah. what I think. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> you're you're poking some buttons, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna do that the whole episode. You better be ready. <laughs> well. Just so everybody knows, we are going to be doing a 2021 NFL mock draft. We're going to be taking it from the Jacksonville Jaguars all the way down to pick 32. So I'm really excited. Who wants to start us off with the first pick? Because I think this one's going to be pretty easy.
2: I can I, go. If if you wanna if you wanna kick it off and then and then I'll go and then uh Tony will go and then we'll alter keep alternating
0: like that. I say that's that's a good plan. Perfect. Let's do that right now. Um, this one's easy. Trevor Lawrence. Um, there is, if they do not take Trevor Lawrence, who is a 6'6", 220-pound quarterback, literally the perfect description of a quarterback when you really, you're building a quarterback, they are changing the trajectory of their team. It would have to be something insane for them to trade out of it. Um, and this ain't dynasty football where you trade out of a 101 if you need a quarterback. That's just my opinion of it easy pick um let's go to number two yeah
2: absolutely so Jaguars that was a slam dunk now the jets at number two I've got them taking BYU quarterback Zach Wilson and I think it's pretty much a done deal that they're, they're taking a quarterback obviously after the Sam darnold trade which maybe we'll touch on later but you know, they've been linked to Zach Wilson pretty much since, you know, the get-go uh, mock draft season started. And after his showing and his pro day, I think he kind of cemented that number two quarterback prospect after Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, there's a new regime in town. Bringing in a quarterback makes sense. No more Sam Darnold. Wilson is the lock for the Jets.
0: I, I feel the same exact way. What about you, Tony? Who you, who you think is going at spot number three? Uh, so number three,
1: we just uh, we recently saw the 49ers trade for with my Dolphins, as you can see back here. Um, I'm I'm gonna kind of go against the grain based off everything we're hearing. I think they're gonna go with Justin Fields. Um, I I think a lot of the media hype is on Mac Jones, and I I just feel like the the NFL, you know, front G front offices GMS. I think they're going to stick to what they know rather than what the media is saying. And I think fields is going to be selected there. I mean, yeah, you can play the, you know, that, 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 uh, what is a stigma that he's an Ohio state quarterback, but you have to remember he wasn't recruited by Ohio state. He transferred to Ohio state and he went to Ohio state when it was a whole new coach. It was a different coaching regime in Ohio state. It wasn't urban Meyer. It wasn't Jim Trestle. It was, it was, it was a new era at Ohio state. I, I try to be as least biased as I can because I'm also an Ohio State fan. As, you know, yeah. I really just – I think he's really talented. And, sure, he's got his little things that he's got to fix, but that's why you have NFL coaches. That's why you have elite coaches. And so I, I think the 49ers aren't going to mess around. They're going to take fields.
0: I, I think um, a lot of 49ers fans will be happy with that pick. Um, I haven't heard a lot of 49ers fans that are wanting them to take Mac Jones. If I'm being honest, yeah, quarterback for sure.
2: Um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Trey Lance guy, but you know, okay. I think every, I think everybody after Trevor Lawrence has their own kind of hand picked quarterback that they prefer for some reason or another. So at the end of the day, it's going to just come down to whoever the 49ers have graded higher. And I think it's the toss up, but yeah, it's, it's going to be one of the quarterbacks. So at least positional, uh, you know, we, we know where it's going. I mean, you, you don't trade future first when you're not
1: going for a franchise quarterback. Like, yeah, that's just un- 100%. Yeah.
0: But what if they think that Mac Jones is their franchise quarterback? Do you, are you worried about that at all? A little, just because
1: I could see Mac Jones ending up being one of those quarterbacks that was great in college because he had so much talent around him. And I'm not taking away from Mac Jones talent. Like he was recruited by one of the best programs in college football. So he is talented. I just don't know if the NFL scouts and front offices believe in him as much as I think they do in Justin Fields. But again, that's just a personal thing.
0: No, I, I, I feel the same way. And we were actually um, I was listening to the last lightweight ping gamers podcast and they were having the argument of who would you rather have in dynasty football between the two. And, um, I'm going with Justin Fields. I, 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 feel the same exact way. Um, we did go on that one a little bit. That's, that's been a, a, an important topic before we jump into the Falcons pick right now. I do have to make sure I forgot to say there are, we're not going to have any trades there, there. Most likely will be trades on draft day. We just won with the fourth pick, the Falcons. I think they still believe in Matt Ryan. He's a great quarterback. I think they're gonna go with offensive tackle. I'm going to absolutely um, mess up this name, but um, oh my goodness! Can you guys help me out with this? Because I don't want to butcher the name. Penaisul. Um, there you what? go. What is it? Penaisul. There Panay-Sul, we go. There yeah. we go. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't want to say it wrong. I hate, I hate messing up people's names. I'm really bad at it. But yeah, I think they need somebody to protect that still high powered quarterback. Um, Matt Ryan is still very fantasy relevant and can help them win games. However, they definitely need a lot of pieces on that team. So that's who I got going in at pick number four.
2: Yeah, I, I think you honestly, you had the entire, the, the, the hardest pick in the entire draft right there, um, as far <laughs> as, you know, who they're gonna go with. Cause I, I think pretty much everyone agrees that the NFL draft starts at pick number four with the Falcons, like, are they going to trade down? Obviously we're not considering that scenario. So it makes it a little bit easier, but they could go quarterback. uh, Yes. They restructured Matt Ryan's contract, but you know, they could pull a Aaron Rodgers, Jordan love uh, Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo type of situation. Um, Uh Or they could go with a tight end with a wide receiver to, you know, replace maybe a Julio Jones. Who's not getting any younger. So it's a lot of options on the table. Offensive line is also on the table. I mean, it's great value there and, you know, protecting Matt Ryan, who, if you still think that he's the future, then you can't go wrong with that either. A hundred percent.
0: So next we're going to have um, Avram, you're going to be picking for the Bengals, right? Yeah, I'm
2: going, I'm going with the Bengals and you, you, you kind of you kind of threw me for a loop here because I was going to smash uh, Sewell to the bank for the Cincinnati Bengals. And, you know, I'm not going to go away from the positional need. I think offensive line is the biggest need for the Cincinnati Bengals. You don't want an Andrew Luck situation with Joe Burrow. Yes, guys like Chase and Pitts are going to be tempting as far as weapons are uh-huh. concerned. But guess what? In the second round, you've got an early pick. You can get one of those, you know, playmakers at wide receivers still. Uh, I think there's a much bigger drop off at offensive line talent at, you know, at the start of the second round compared to wide receivers at the start of the second round. So I'm taking here Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman uh, from Northwestern, who I actually have as my top rated offensive lineman in the entire draft. I think he's got a little bit more flexibility than Panay Sewell, but, uh, you know, it's it's so close uh for me the reason he gets the slight edges because he can be a guy that is played at guard or at tackle uh but at the end of the day i think you can't go wrong with either one of these guys they're both kind of elite tackles in this draft
0: and i i personally do think they um the falcons will be trading out of that pick and a quarterback will be drafted however we said no trades here so um, and I know Tony's waiting for this pick. I we, we had to make sure he got this pick, but what were you going to say, Tony? Sorry, I cut you off.
1: No, I, I definitely think because you went with Sewell at the uh, four pick with the Falcons, in that scenario, part of me thinks the Bengals might trade back a few spots with, like, someone like the Broncos. But like okay. you said, we're not doing trades here, so that it makes it a little interesting for us. But leading into that, the Dolphins at six, I – want Jamar Chase so bad but I think if do it if Kyle Pitts (laughs) is sitting there at six I think that's the guy they want but they should want one because they don't necessarily have a guy right now that can jump up and get those high point balls and I'm not saying Jamar Chase can't do that but I think that's one of Pitt's like specialties that's one of his Uh best attributes and if you want to draft best available, Pitts is the guy, and I'm saying Dolphins go with Pitt. That's at six.
0: Oh, baby. All right. I, yeah, I, I I think they will as
2: well.
1: I mean, they – I know they like Preston Williams. Devontae Parker fills in, you know, relatively well. Tua is going to develop. I'm praying. It just – it makes – and they have Gasecki, so why not – put pit out pits out in the, the slot and then allow Mike to stay inside because he's good. He's a great blocker as a tight end, as well as a you know a receiver in my mind. I don't know. I just think that'd be a creative offense with Tua could give them a little bit of an advantage
2: that other teams don't have. Yeah. I, I think after they traded back up into the top 10, because right, they traded with the 49ers to the 12th yeah. pick, then traded up with the Eagles that pretty much signifies that they're for sure going to be going after one of those skill position players. So
0: that's either chase or Pitts. Um, so yeah, that makes sense to me. And I just have to say, I'm not trying to kiss any of Tony's butt, but I am very excited for what the dolphins are going to do these next two, three years with all of the draft capital they have. You're I will t- go on and on about that. I'm so excited.
1: It's it's like, I mean, I've been, my Dolphins fan my whole life and it's just like every year we're at the 14th pick the 17th pick and we always get these average guys like we got Santa Hill and then he left and all of a sudden good again granted they had A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry so it's easy to be good but we're finally in a position where we're getting these top tier players and we're picking guys that are working out it's exciting and I agree I'm so looking forward to it.
0: The Lions. Well, you got Daniel. I I have the Lions. I think if the board goes like this, this should be an easy pick for the Lions, personally. Because um, who is their number one wide receiver right now? Uh is it uh Quintus Cephas? I believe that's their number one. I wrote William, um Jamar Chase is <laughs> Really? No. <laughs> no, yeah, Jamar Chase is going to have to be a smash there for me because uh, golf as a Rams fan, golf can be a great quarterback. He just – he's going to need weapons if he's going to be worth that contract that the Rams don't have to pay anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think Jamar Chase is going to be um, taken by the Lions, if that's how the, the draft falls out, of course. No, you're right. That's a smash pick.
2: They shouldn't even – you remember last year – Waste no time.
0: Yeah. You
1: remember the Vikings reaction last year when the Eagles took Rager and Justin Jefferson was ready to go? As soon as they saw that, they were like, send it in. Send the pick in. It's going to be
0: one of those. Yep. I I feel the same exact way. All right. I think, have, I think I'm uh, going I think I'm next with the
2: Panthers. So can I, can I go in a little soliloquy first? Uh, we're fresh off the Sam Darnold trade and I'll, I'll keep the short. I'll keep the short. The Panthers, they just said after that Darnold trade, our goal heading into the draft was we had a lot of needs. So we wanted to fill those holes so we can go best player available. All right. I respect that, but you know, what's also a saying that I go by, well, look, You can dress up a piece of crap as much as you want to. At the end of the day, guess what? It's still a piece of crap. And that's how I feel about the Panthers roster and what they did in free agency. Because other than their signing of Hassan Reddick, it's a bunch of potentially just washed up guys that are somewhat average. Don't get me started on Sam Darnold. You know, it it wasn't Adam Gase that was throwing all those interceptions and taking all those sacks under center for the Jets. I don't think he has it. Uh, But you gave up draft capital to get him. So this is going to be an unpopular pick. But guess what? Trey Lance is my guy. I don't think Sam Darnold's the future. I'm taking Trey Lance here. uh, And he's young. He's 20 years old. And if Sam Darnold isn't the answer, then at least you get a potential answer here with Trey Lance uh, right now, as opposed to having to reach for a guy in next year's draft class that might not be as deep at the quarterback position, which is the most important position by far in the NFL. I'll be honest. I think you're letting your bias get a little involved. Just I am 100%.
1: You are. And that's fine because we're fans and that's the way it goes, but they just, what they give up a, what were a the second,
2: pick? a second, a fourth and a sixth.
1: Part of me feels like you're not going to give that up unless you're
0: rolling with him
1: to see if he can pan out with your coaching.
0: But I but would but you here, not say is, that's, not a lot of draft capital for a quarterback to trade for a quarterback. I don't feel like that's very high draft capital.
2: I suppose my, my one thing like kind of basing it off of this is the Panthers GM himself said, we still have all options on the table at pick number eight. And he acknowledged that the trade for Darnold was a gamble. So even though the chances are a lot less likely for them to take a quarterback, I realize that, I don't think it's zero percent chance, and right now, um, the way this this you know list of of draftees kind of went, and what happened in front of the Panthers, if you know if someone like Jamar Chase was there, I probably would have gone Chase. I'll be honest yeah. with you, but we get sniped by the Lions, so I'm just going Trey Lance.
1: I'm also letting my bias get in the way because part of me still wonders if Trey Lance would even be on the radar if Carson Wentz never came out of North Dakota State. That's a good point. I've, I've, I've toyed around with that with some, some of my buddies, and I'm like, you know, would Trey Lance really be on the radar if it wasn't for Carson Wentz? But, again, Trey Lance is talented, so don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a bum. Just, just curious. I like to toss things out there sometimes.
0: Definitely something to consider.
1: So All right, not- let's
0: get into the Broncos real fast.
1: So the Broncos – in this scenario where we have the other four quarter quarterbacks taken. Part of me now wonders since Mac Jones is still on the table right here. I just remember that he's still sitting here on our board. How, how tall is Mac Jones? Because John Elway likes his tall quarterbacks. Six <laughs> I don't three. know. 6'3". Nah, that, doesn't, that doesn't meet his criteria. I'm going uh, Patrick Sertain the second from Bama, the cornerback. I think that's one of the needs on their teams. I mean, according to the draft network, that's one of their primary needs. So it, it seems like a no-brainer if the majority of quarterbacks are off the table.
0: All right, so pretty much because I snipe the Bengals with my Lions pick and with my pick for, uh, you want to snipe me? Is that is that what is that what's going on here? Because I think that would have been the perfect fit for the Cowboys. Tip for ten. Oh, tip for tap. All right, all right. All right. I'll remember that. I'm coming for you. No, um, that's how that's how the NFL works. I, I definitely think that's a great, great pick for them. They need a cornerback a and a quarterback, but Cowboys, JC Horn, they, they, what they did last year, um, what they got done to them last year on defense was embarrassing. They need something to be able to shut down those top wide receivers.
1: Or Dak Prescott. <laughs> they always come back and fight because they're defense.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think I think that's a lot. Cornerback defensively, that's their biggest need. Um, the only other, you know, potential pick might be offensive line. But with the top two guys gone, yeah, I think corner, cornerback is going to be the pick there. But I have got the Giants next, I believe. And, you know, look, I'm – potentially going to make another unpopular pick here um, because yes, the giants went ahead and added Kenny God agency and they added a tight end and free agency as well. So they're getting all these weapons around Daniel Jones. And I think that you have to continue to do that. And with Galladay already there with Shepard already there with Slayton already there, Look, let's get some protection, some bona fide protection for Daniel Jones. Uh, he's not in that elite category uh, as far as Sewell or Slater is in the offensive lineman class, but I think Derisaw isn't that far behind. I'm going with him here to add some protection to the offensive line for the New York Giants. Uh, honestly, I feel like whatever pick I make for New York, Giants nation would be upset with the pick. Um, <laughs> so I'm not, too, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I think it's a good fit reach, you know, maybe you could go wide receiver, but, you know, the addition of Kenny Galladay makes me think that it's not as big of a need. Um, other than that, you know, defense is always a possibility of getting one of those edge rushers, but I don't think there's really a top end edge rusher this year, like a Chase Young, like a Bosa. So for that reason, I just went offensive line. Um, I think that's kind of why they addressed the wide receiver
1: position in. Free agency, so they could avoid it come draft time, you know, up, at least in, like, the first round. Um, I have the next one,
2: which is – Yep, and just,
0: Avram, I missed it. Who exactly did you pick for the Giants? I want to make sure I got that one down.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Christian Derrissaw, offensive lineman from Virginia Tech.
0: Perfect. I thought so. just wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. All right, and who do we have the Eagles taking?
1: Yeah. um, I think the Eagles are silly if they don't take Devontae Smith at twelve. I mean, I know they swung and missed with uh, Jalen Rager last year, but if you get a Heisman candidate that falls in your lap and you don't have anyone who can catch a beach ball as you're on your uh, roster, then I think it makes complete sense to take Devonte Smith there, at twelve.
2: I agree. I think wide
0: receivers a lock for the Eagles, in my opinion. You, do you have, you guys have any worries they're gonna draft a quarterback? No, I not, not after
2: trading out of the top ten. Okay, trading.
0: I just also
1: signing Joe Flacco. Like they they have insurance. They don't really need it unless they go later, like third, fourth, fifth round, something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna do something that I think is a little out of the ordinary. I, I, I have. The Chargers going with a, a wide receiver. Okay, you have you you draft a quarterback like Justin Herbert, and turns he turns out not, not. I mean, how many people really expected him to be that that great and come out like that his rookie year? I know um, one guy. It was yes. one of my
1: best friends. Him and I made it really.
0: Party.
1: I was like, "There's no way Justin Herbert's panning out," and I had to eat my
0: words. Wow! 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 Okay. Good. And the, the, again, that was one of the people of the mini haters. I'll never forget. I'm still mad at this guy on YouTube. I watched the video of him bashing Justin Herbert. And I was like, oh, yeah, I I, I agree with him. Justin Herbert's going to suck. Well, I passed on him one too many times. I should have got some like a, uh, I should have hedged my bets for sure. Um, but I didn't. And I could say they're going to go with an offensive tackle here. But the fourth offensive tackle on the board – is that really going to be better than going with a top tier wide receiver in Jalen Waddle? Um, that's who I have going number the, the second ranked wide receiver. Um, I just I think you give Justin Herbert the weapons like you've given Dak the weapons, and he could be an extremely extremely generational quarterback. I know we throw that term around, but he I mean he broke the r- touchdowns for rookie quarterbacks. He is a great quarterback. So let's give him some weapons and then focus on protecting himself in the second round.
2: Yeah, I don't, I I don't mind that pick at all. Like Keenan Allen isn't getting any younger. Um, Mike Williams, you know, he's, he's all right, but he's not, I I think he has some consistency issues and afterwards, um, you know, there's questions at the wide receiver position. So yeah, Jalen Waddle, a lot of people have him ranked as the number two wide receiver in this draft class. So good value for the Chargers. Um, Yeah, I don't mind the pick at all. I honestly part of me
1: like I don't uh, you know I'm not planting my flag on this statement or anything but Waddle was better than Smith was at Bama until the injury so who knows what Waddle will do in the NFL like I think it was dumb for him to try and play in the national championship but you know you're in the national championship you're gonna want to play so I get it.
2: So next at 14, we've got the Minnesota Vikings and I'm going to keep this one simple. I'm going offensive lineman. I'm going Elijah Vera Tucker, another versatile lineman. uh, I think that you can put in tackle or guard. The Vikings were kind of hit on the offensive line in free agency and they want to be a run first team with Dalvin Cook and then let Kirk Cousins be a game manager. That's how they work offensively. So for that reason here, I'm going Vera Tucker and I'm not really going to I doubt myself. I think it's a nice pick, and uh,
0: it, it's also at a position of need. Awesome. I, I really – I think that's – they want to run the ball. They've shown us they want to run the ball, so let's get a play that's going to help us run the ball. That's all I feel about go. it.
1: So I got the Patriots here. Yes, um, sir. I just – I want them to forfeit their pick and not take anybody. <laughs> um, no, seriously, uh, I think I think they go defense here. Um, their offense, they signed a bunch of wide receivers, so I think they wanted to focus on defense coming into this draft. I'm going with Micah Parsons from Penn State. I mean, he I was watching his pro day videos. Incredibly athletic, smart player, tough, strong, what have you. You, you can say any attribute with him. I think he's going to be a stud in the NFL. I
2: Yeah, I, I love that pick for what it's worth. Um, I think he's got some off-the-field, you know, concerns potentially. Um, but if it wasn't for those concerns, I think he'd be a top-10 guy, like, locked in. He seems like the perfect guy for Bill Belichick to kind of just have fall in his lap and then just immediately take and then laugh at the rest of the NFL for being dumb enough to, to pass him up. Yeah. Sorry, Dolphins Do ha- <laughs> fans.
0: Do you have any... I'm not worries, but do you think they'll take Mac Jones at 15 if he's available? Like he I, is yeah. in our mock draft right now? I, yes, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to defer to Aubrey.
2: I mean, they've been rumored to take a quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. They did give Cam Newton a one-year deal. It's, it's tough. I think if they go offense, it's going to be quarterback. But I think Parsons is a little bit of a better value. Um, so I, I've been mocking Parsons to the Patriots pretty much every single mock draft I've done. So bias there, but I think it's a nice fit. Um, and they did a good job of revamping that offense. Put a lot of money into it. I think they want to see what Cam Newton has. So uh, going defense there
0: makes makes a little bit more sense to me. Got it. And uh, I'm up for pick 16 with the Arizona Cardinals, and they need they do need some defensive help. They went defense last year with Isaiah Simmons, so I'm going to stick with that theme and go with Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Um, I've seen him go kind of all around on these mock drafts that I've been checking out these last couple of days, and I think if he can fall to um, the uh, Cardinals at pick 16, I think they would be very happy with that selection.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, oh, a couple of weeks ago, Farley was the number one cornerback in the entire class. Then he had, you know, those injury concerns pop up. Now he's like you said, you said it yourself, Daniel, like he's his range has been all over the place now to mid first round, late first round out of the first round uh, and cornerbacks a huge need for the Cardinals. So it makes sense. You got to replace someone, uh, uh, got to replace Patrick Peterson with someone and Farley's potentially a good value there.
1: Yeah. Certainly go best available. Especially, that's, that's what they need is defense. I mean, the Cardinals offense is pretty sound. I, the, the running back isn't necessarily the best, but you don't want to take a running back too early. There's plenty of rounds to take a running back.
0: Not in this draft class at pick 16, in my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, you wait on running backs.
0: Exactly.
2: Um, so we got the Raiders next at pick number 17. And I'm kind of between two positions here, offensive line and linebacker. Uh, Prior to free agency, I was continuously doing linebacker for the Raiders, but I think they had one of the worst free agencies in the NFL, and they went from having a really good offensive line to not so good of an offensive line. And then you add Kenyon Drake to that backfield, and it's like, well, but your offensive line is still an issue, so that doesn't make sense, so let's get some offensive line help here. I'm going Tevin Jenkins uh, from Oklahoma State here for the Raiders. Uh, again, I think this is probably going to come down to offensive lineman or a linebacker, but they just took too big of a hit uh, at that uh, position during free agency so you got to upgrade that unit if you want to you know see a return on your investment on Derek Carr and you know for him to be close to what he was from last season. I think you're... Go ahead go ahead
1: Johnny. No yeah I think they, they definitely struggle in free agency and the defenses. Is abysmal but i like that pick
0: and can i just say how did tony get both of the dolphins first round picks how did we set that up hmm. it, was, it was meant to be i don't know yeah <laughs> didn't you did you decide the order we were going to be drafting this technically no, uh, no. Hey, hey, uh,
1: way back yeah.
0: when i was just letting you know okay okay perfect <laughs> Um, well, let's – who do you have uh, – who do you think they're going to be taking there?
1: So, I'm, we're at 18. I got the Dolphins here. Um, I've actually seen them taking this guy in a few people's mocks. Jalen Phillips, the uh, edge rusher from Miami. We were mentioning earlier that there's not really a guy that is kind of like Bosa or Chase Young. They're not – he's not like those guys, but he, stature. stature. Is that the right word? <laughs> Yeah, but I think so. He's got the same stature and build. I like him. Uh, he had an insane pro day watching some of his clips. I, I think he impressed a lot of people. So, hoping the Finns can can snag him there at 18 and improve the edge rushing because we need it.
0: Um. So, I'm just going to go with whatever you say because you're my Miami Dolphins fan. I'm just going to trust you. Is that cool with you? Yep. yep <laughs> I like that. Well, I'm gonna jump and go to the Washington football team, and I'm gonna say they're gonna decide on a name because they they need to come up with a name. Now, um, what I keep on hearing when people talk about the Washington football team is they need a quarterback. They just they get a quarterback and they're gonna put it together. If Mac Jones, who has been talked about going all the way uh, going at the third overall pick is there when we're coming up to the freaking 19th pick in the draft I think they have to take that because you get Ryan Fitzpatrick who's been through so much in this league to take this young very smart rookie and turn him into a quarterback. I don't know how Ryan Fitzpatrick will feel about doing that because he was definitely hurt with what with what with what the Miami Dolphins did to him. So We have to consider that if that was talked about because, I mean, these NFL players could have been he could have been like saying, hey, I just are you guys going to draft somebody? I'm not looking to do that again. I want to take a team as far as I possibly can, because that's Mm -hmm. what I believe he wanted to do last year. Right. But that's just I'd like to create storylines in my head because, I mean, everybody loves a good story.
1: I mean, I think you're right. If Mac Jones were to fall down there and that's like, they don't really have a quarterback of the future. That's probably someone that they're going to be like fifths. We're sorry, but yep, it's in front of us. We can't not. Yeah.
2: No, I, I I think you're right. And honestly, I'm mad. Cause I'm going to be going with the bears next at number 20. Yeah. And you sniped who I would have picked, which would have been a slam dunk pick at Mac Jones again, yeah. by the way. Uh, but yeah, Washington quarterback makes the most, most sense. There's, there's a reason they've been rumored to, you know, to trade up. So, yeah, this is a no brainer pick Uh, for the Bears, though, at number 20 with no quarterback on the board. I'm going to the offensive line. I know it's not a sexy pick, but you need to protect Andy Dalton. As much as that, you know, makes me sick to say Andy Dalton is the quarterback that the Bears ultimately settle on uh, Chicago deserves so much better. But you also need to open up holes for David Montgomery, and the way you do that is upgrade the offensive line. Uh, so at this point in time, it's a little bit tough. Again, it's going to come down to who to however these teams feel about these offensive line prospects, because now it gets a little bit difficult to evaluate them. But I personally got Jalen Mayfield as my next best available offensive lineman from Michigan, so plug him in uh, for the Chicago Bears. I think he's a day one starter, and you could honestly say that for. Any of these offensive linemen that are, you know, the next guys on the board here, so uh, it's 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 a pick that I think that's safe and that that makes sense at the end of the day for Chicago.
1: Yeah, I agree. And Michigan has a good history with linemen who panned out in the NFL, as far as I'm concerned. So I think that I think that's a solid pick for them there. Right on. So I've got Colts at twenty-one. Who they no longer have quarterback needs because they got Carson Wentz. So I think I'm going to go focus on the defensive side here. I think I like uh, Jason Owe, I believe. I don't know if that's pronounced that, but he's an edge rusher as well from Penn State. I mean, they they had a solid defense over there in – what are they? Are they Happy Valley or Death Valley? One of those. that They call their stadium area the same thing Aww. as someone else. Um, but, yeah, he – I don't know too much about him, but I know according to CBS Sports he's pretty high up in their rankings. So I'm gonna go with Jason Owe.
2: He had a, he had a great pro day. He killed it. He was like one of the biggest uh, winners from these pro days this this last month. Okay, and he kind of skyrocketed into like this right around this point in in the in the first round. And I mean, you can never have enough edge rushers, right?
0: Yeah. It's and one I'm of the- just glad you didn't snipe my pick. Because I've been sniping, and the Titans need an edge rusher as well. Um, what w- <laughs> they, they might have signed Bud Dupree, but what was their pass rush like last year? Non-existent. Right. If you're going to have a team that wants to run the ball with a freaking train like Derrick Henry, you need to have some defense to support that because the other offense um, – is going to be trying to score. Obviously, they're going to try to score every time, but you want that slow down pace if you have a, 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 a running back like that. So I'm going to be going with an edge rusher, Quiddy Pay from Michigan for the Tennessee Titans. Now we're back up to the Jets. Right
2: on. Back to the Jets and... I think they're in a position here where they can go, again, best player available. They got their quarterback in Zach Wilson. They did sign Corey Davis in free agency. Uh, I personally really like a guy like Rashad Bateman, but, you know, I I do think Davis might potentially make them reconsider a pick like that. So I'm just going to instead continue to do what you guys have actually been doing. And that's address, you know, the edge position. I think this is right around the sweet spot where you're going to start to see a lot of edge rushers go off the board. And I'm going to continue the continue that streak. I'm going Aziz Ojolari here for the New York Jets. Um, you know, just right now with their second pick go best player available. The first pick is kind of a slam dunk. This is, this is where the draft really starts for the New York Jets. I think that's a good, solid, like, smart pick for them. I mean,
1: they don't I, – I, they, They've do they got like? a lot of
2: – they've still got a lot of needs, honestly.
1: They do. And they're in that position where it's like total rebuild, get what you can, best value, and work from there. So I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So I got the Steelers next here at 24. They're another team where, like, their future is so shaky. I mean, they've lost defensive players. The guys are getting hurt. They're going to have to start paying people. They don't have a lot of money. Big Ben's near the end. The list goes on and on. But I think if at 24, and I know I said earlier in the podcast that you don't take a running back in the first round, but if Najee Harris is sitting in front of the Steelers at 24, I think they have to go for Najee Harris. Ooh. I mean, I personally, I think he's the best running back in the class, and I don't think he'll last until their next pick. So I could – I could see them potentially trading back, if not going lineman. But I'm just I'm gonna roll with Najee Harris here. I would love to see him on their offense because I think he would be a great, not a bailout option, but someone who can help support Big Ben at this stage in his career. They've 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 been structuring their O line slowly so far, and I think they might add some later later round picks for linemen. And lineman can be good from the seventh round, so they just need to be smart with their lineman picks. And I'm going Najee. I don't care.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say my, uh, my one concern was the offensive line just because they lost Pouncey. They lost mm-hmm. uh Villanueva. Uh, but yeah, you alluded to it that they can go offensive linemen later on. Um, run, running back's a tough position. Cause I feel like it's, it's so devalued now, but at the same time, you know, probably a running back is going to go at some point in the first round. Um, it, it's well, it's a fit that makes sense, and yeah. if you
1: look at this, they have their past seven first round picks have all been defensive players. I was like, you know, it's twenty twenty one. We came off one of the weirdest years ever. Bro, let's roll with it. Let's do something weird.
0: <laughs> I like it, switching it up. Well, now I'm coming up with the Jacksonville Jaguars, which should have been my Rams pick. However, we got the best cornerback in the league, so I'm okay with it. Um, and they lost a great defensive player in Jalen Ramsey. And what they need is they replace it with another defensive player. And especially because um, a lot of the ADP, a lot of the rankings have this guy so high. I think they're going to go with it. a safety Trevon Morig um, because they... They need help on the defense. I'd like to see them go with an offense attacker tackle just to keep on improving um, the line for Trevor Lawrence. However, with so many gone so far, I think they can wait a little bit longer to take one. So they've they've got got a lot
2: of needs. They've got a lot of needs in that secondary, whether it's safety, whether it's cornerbacks. So yeah, it, it, it makes sense to me. They're, I think they're in the same situation like the Jets. Their first pick is a slam dunk. The draft starts here in the 20s form.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's best player available after that. And guess what? They're picking again in just a couple picks because they have, what is it, the 30-something? That's their next pick coming up, so the 33rd pick. So it's not like they're going to be uh, not p- picking for a while. So I think they take an offensive tackle there.
2: Right on. So I've, I've got the Cleveland Browns next. And to me here, I think they did a great job in free agency to upgrade their secondary. Last year, they beefed up the offensive line. They've still got the weapons, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs. So I think the next logical spot here is just go the defensive line, add someone opposite Miles Garrett. And to me right now, that means another edge rusher. I'm going Gregory Rousseau here, uh, Jalen Phillips' teammate in Miami. Um, you know, he's kind of been sliding down draft boards a little bit, but not too long ago, you know, at the start of mock draft season, he was regarded as either the best or the second best defensive end. I think right now he just kind of got hurt because a lot of these guys had really nice pro days, et cetera. And it's been a while since we've seen Russo play. Uh, but I think he's a nice pairing opposite Miles Garrett there on that defensive line.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. My question is, if they get Jadavion Clowney, who they're scheduled to meet, I think tomorrow.
2: That's that's it, true. It change
1: that pick for you, probably. Or? It,
2: it would, it would. Okay. That in in that case, that changes that pick, and okay. I think it gives them a lot of flexibility. They can trade down. Yeah. Um, they can again just go best player available. Uh, maybe go defensive tackle. Go linebacker. They they've got a lot of great options there in case they want to move on from Odell Beckham. Maybe a wide receiver. So they're in a really good spot with a really complete roster, which I never thought I'd say about the Cleveland Browns.
1: Yeah. Well, going up, going up, uh, no, going east to Baltimore, um, they have more offensive needs potentially than defensive needs. Um, I think I'm going to go with Rashad Bateman here. I, I hate it for Rashad Bateman. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. But it's it's one of the Ravens needs is a wide receiver and that guy's an incredible high point, you know, strong. He can pretty much outplay any defender I've seen so far. I mean, granted he played in the Big 10, but still I think that's a home run pick for them. He's a big receiver and it's, it's something they need. Again, I hate it for Bateman, but it's what the Ravens need.
2: Yeah. I think that's a great pick. That's, that's a great value pick for Baltimore. Uh, I know Bateman has a wide range of potential outcomes from, you know, the teens in the first round to maybe even early second round, but I personally love him. I think he's extremely underrated. Uh, I don't think Sammy Watkins is a long-term solution in Baltimore. Um, So you you need to give other weapons to Lamar Jackson other than uh, Mark Andrews and then uh, Butterhand or yeah, uh, Butterfinger's uh, Marquise Brown. (laughs)
0: Well, you did it. You finally sniped at least the position I was going because the Saints need a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, who's going to catch the ball besides Michael Thomas on that team? Um, they let Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders isn't there anymore. So I think they're going to go with Elijah Moore, wide receiver out of Mississippi. Um, that They've had such a great quarterback for such a long time. That they haven't had to have the top-notch wide receivers. Now I think it's going to be a little bit of flip-flopped. They're going to need to have some wide receivers to pick up the slack from from their quarterbacks. So,
2: yeah, I and and he's he, he can be potentially a nice Sanders replacement. Who was a guy that you know kind of got peppered with targets in uh in in some of those uh, shorter routes because I I think that's the type of guy that more can be you know kind of a slot presence open things up, maybe a little bit more downfield for uh, uh, Mr. Slants, Michael Thomas. Uh, but yeah.
0: Slant boy. Is that what they called him? Didn't he get in a fight so, with, yeah. with his teammates because he called him slant boy.
2: I, I, tr- I tried to keep it PG. I think there were some other things that were said, but ah, uh,
0: PG make this shit. M.A.
2: <laughs> for <your> audience. Um, <laughs> but no, so moving on to the green Bay Packers, This is, this is an interesting situation for them. I think right now their biggest positions of need are probably offensive line, defensive line, and, you know, secondary, um, you could argue wide receiver, but the Packers just don't take wide receivers for some reason in the first (laughs) round. So I'm going to try and keep this, you know, as realistic as possible. So as much as I'd like to give them Rondell Moore, I'm sorry, Green Bay Packers fans. It's, it's your fault. Um, so instead, I'm just going to go offensive lineman. Again, it's it's a boring pick. It's not a sexy pick. But Aaron Rodgers still clearly has it. Like, he's he's not gone. If you want to keep him healthy, protected, get an offensive lineman. Uh, you know, you were kind of hurt uh, on the offensive line in free agency. Yes, it was at the center position. But still, uh, you can never have enough offensive line depth. I'm going Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame for the Green Bay Packers.
1: Uh, I think you're right. They're going to have to address O-Line, and they've got a few other receivers who can at least fill in because they have the GOAT. Not the GOAT, but you get what I'm saying. They have Aaron Rodgers, who's Super Bowl winner. He's insane. He's good, he can get the ball to whoever he needs to. So I, I think offensive line would be a smart move for them. Going... Going to the other coldest place in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills. Um, they, I mean, man, they are so close to being a Super Bowl. I mean, they are in a way a Super Bowl contender, but they're so close to getting into that Super Bowl. I don't, I'm not going to take another running back as much as I want to. I think they're just going to kind of chill with what they have now and hopefully utilize them properly. But I think I'm going to go defense. They got Trey White at cornerback, but I think after him, it's, it's a thin roster for defensive backs. I don't really know which cornerback I like best, but I think I'm going to go with – we'll go with Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. He's 6'2", 185 pounds. I think he's going to be able to compete with NFL wide receivers, be able to put up a fight with them, and hopefully add some depth to the Bills uh, secondary there.
0: Nice, okay. I like yeah. it, and I agree. I think that that's a, a Tyson Campbell is a a good pick there for the Bills.
2: They're set offensively. You would think this pick would be on the defensive side of the football. Yeah, yeah,
0: best player available for the defensive side for sure for me. Um I,
1: I really wanted to say Javante Williams, but that's because I like. I might be a Dolphins fan, but I don't hate the Bills, and I really like (laughs) Javante.
0: Well, I'm going with uh, the Chiefs at the 31st pick, and I'm looking at their needs. It says literally tackle and guard. So if they're not picking the best offense to tackle or offense alignment available, they didn't watch their own Super Bowl and watch what happened to their superstar quarterback, who is literally running for his life, um, I would. I'm gonna have to say they're gonna go with their highest ranked um, one. Obviously, I I don't I can't tell you who that is. So personally, I'm gonna say they go with Walker Little, who, if I'm looking at ADP and rankings, that's who a lot of the experts have up there. So that's who I'm gonna go with for them.
1: I mean, Andy's from Stanford, so they they. I'm pretty sure they're. They've got some solid offensive linemen that made it into the NFL. So, I yeah. think they're a good feeder program for linemen. So, I think that's a solid pick.
2: And they So, they need then it. we <laughs> – I was going to say we wrap it up at pick number 32 with the reigning Super Bowl oh, champions. Oh, yeah.
0: Take us home. Take us home.
2: The, the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Bucks. Bay yeah exactly exactly and like what can i say about the bucks like the rich keep getting richer they didn't bring in anyone new in free agency but you could argue they had the best free agency in the nfl because all they did was just retain the guys that they won the super bowl with um if it ain't broke don't fix it exactly right right and so here they could honestly go any which way any single position probably Mm -hmm. other than quarterback but at some point you're gonna have to replace brady but uh I won't get that crazy here. I'm just going to make another, I think, probably safe pick. I'm going to go edge rusher. I think, again, I've said it before. This is going to be right around the range where they fly off the board. You can never have enough edge rushers. JPP isn't getting any younger. You're going to have to replace him at some point. So I'm going here with Joseph Osai from Texas. I think he's also got some decent uh, positional flexibility, you know, kind of labeled as a linebacker, but more so an edge rusher. So maybe if you know, uh, if need be, you can put uh, you can play them in that Shack Barrett type of role. Uh, but yeah, for now, I think it's it's as good a pick as any. But the Bucks could go any which way, and they'd improve their roster. So they can't they can't do anything wrong with this pick. I've
1: also seen Zayvon Collins mocked to them as well. Just similar thing. I mean, he's he's just as big. He's seven pounds heavier. Both of those are six four. But I like it. L.A. Kosai, he's 6'4", 250. That's a solid linebacker, DN, rusher, whatever you want to call him. That's that's a good pick. All right.
0: Well, that wraps it up real fast. Off the top of your guys' hand. I know I didn't plan for this question. What do you think – out of the players you picked, what is, like, the most um, – the most value you think somebody got from a team falling uh, – from players falling or um, – just insane value that they need specifically for their team really bad. And you can't do the first couple color to quarterbacks because that one's, that one's pretty easy, but I will give you a second to think sure. about it. For me, it's, it's Jamar chase to the lions. Um, yeah. That's just, they, they need a wide receiver bad. And that's a stud wide receiver to grab.
1: I liked, I liked Bateman to the Ravens. I thought that was a I good that.
0: with value, yeah, but
1: also Mac Jones, to, to the football team was another one where it was like, you, it's hard to pass up on that one considering yeah. how much people like Mac. So those are my yeah, two. Yeah. I didn't just steal those right from under you, Alvorm.
2: You kind of <laughs> yeah. did. You I did, hope you did. <laughs> that's all right. I just think I was right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, because like Mac Jones, he, you don't think he's going to fall outside the top 10 on draft day, but that's going to be because there's trades and, you know, this gets a little bit weird since we're avoiding that right now. So, yes. Um instead I'm just gonna focus on some offensive linemen that I really liked. uh, Elijah Vera Tucker to the Minnesota Vikings. I think it's an area of need. I like his flexibility, like I said, when uh when we were going through uh each pick. And then if I had to pick another um, you know, kind of selection that I like, Parsons to the New England Patriots. Um again, if he didn't have those off the field issues, I think he's a top 10 guy. I think um, if there's anywhere he can go, it's new England, you know, kind of the Patriot way. And if there are any issue issues, kind of get, get them straightened out and then be an excellent uh, player for, for years to come. So I, I really like that pick for the Patriots.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for, don't let me throw in my uh, kind of surprise question in for you guys. Um, it was a pleasure. Sounds like, uh, we're really excited for draft day. It's coming up pretty soon. Um, I know I am, and uh, we'll catch you guys next episode. Yep. See See you guys then.